Welcome to Here For You, a daily podcast to help you get through the global pandemic without going completely bananas. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And today is Thursday, May 28th. So as you know, we're here for you to offer comfort and support during this scary and uncertain time. And we also want to hear from you. You can email us at kateanddory at gmail.com or call us at 781-591-0390 or at forever35podcast at gmail.com. And you can let us know how you're feeling, what you're up to, if you have any questions for us, stuff you want us to cover, ideas for distractions. We want to hear from you. Yeah, and tomorrow's our last episode of Here For You. So those of you who have just joined us on this pandemic journey, please come join us over at Forever 35. We welcome you with open arms and open microphones. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Open microphones. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so so we'll be kicking things off this coming Monday. The episode will go up. Really late Sunday night, our time. So tune in. We are excited. We are excited. Kate, mm-hmm. you solved a mystery yesterday. Well, You're I a detective. <laughs> I don't know if it is solved. Okay. I'm, and to quote Sarah McLaughlin, I'm building a mystery. <laughs> um, I found, you know, I don't know if I found the source of my aunt problem, but I like I'm assuming they're coming in from the window, which is right by my bedside table. Ah. And I'm going to I'm going to keep investigating that. But what I did find was where they all have taken up residency, which was in a half open bottle of chewable Tums that I keep on the bottom shelf of my bedside table. Oh, boy. There were there were maybe like. I don't know, 100 to 200 very tiny ants just living amongst the three tums that were left in that bottle, just oh my stomping God. around. Yeah, I was I was cleaning out the I was cleaning out my bedside table like to organize and also to just try to get to the ant situation thinking I had destroyed them. Like I had to have wasn't seeing any. And I was like, oh, I must have squashed those few ants. And then I pulled out that Tums bottle. It was like, oh, no, they're all just like. They just live here now. Oh, my God. It was wild. I almost sent you a picture and then I was like, this is too gross to even <laughs> to even send oh to my anyone. God. So, you know, I someone very a listener very kindly reminded me that one of our podcast sponsors makes an, in, an ant spray Wonderside. Yes, which I have. And I hadn't used it yet. So I was like, well time to bust this out so I sprayed the whole area down with my Wonderside ant spray that's now sitting over on my bureau and I did some cleaning and you know I shall continue to murder the ants (laughs) which I feel I don't like like I'm I grew up with a mom who let spiders stay in the house like she wouldn't kill spiders Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of like just killing bugs for the sake of killing bugs but the ants the ants were a lot. Yeah. They were a lot. Yeah. So I've got to say goodbye to them. And then and then yesterday, <laughs> my my kids um, were on their the iPads that they use. And I received a text message from one of them that just said ants with an ant emoji. And they had found ants in their little desk area space. So then we had to clean out their whole areas. Oh, my God. 
Like we're all just we're all just sitting at home working and eating like oatmeal at our desks and creating ant problems for ourselves. So that's what's going on here, Dory. Ants. Wow. Wow. That's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Well, I hope that you are able to vanquish them in whatever way you feel comfortable. Thank you. I wish there was a humane way to dispose of them, but they're very tiny. You know, I could, I guess I could have put the Tums bottle outside and made, it almost looked like a little ant farm, which was kind of cool. Like, remember you used to have an ant farm when you were a yes. kid? It kind of was like that. And I was like, this is neat. But then I was like, I can't keep this. What am I, what am I thinking? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. I also peed myself while doing jumping jacks yesterday. So Oh, so I'm that's really, a fun uh, new thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, am I? Oh, I'm a middle-aged, I'm a full-on middle-aged woman. Right. Like what, have you, has this happened to you? No. I have never, like, I, I did not have a, any vaginal births. So okay, I feel like that true. probably helps in terms of the peeing yourself situation. You know, my kids are older and this has not been a really big issue for me, except right after childbirth. But like all of a sudden I was like, oh boy, what the fuck? And, uh, you know, I don't know, being a, can being I, a person. Yes. Can I ask a personal question that you don't have to answer? When you say you peed yourself, does that just mean like a trickle or are you like full on peed? No, it was just more, it was like a trickle. Okay. All right. Or it was more just like a, like a bloop. And then I was like, oh, yeah. I think okay. I just, it wasn't like I... <laughs> Like I squatted. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm picturing like, you know, that that iconic slash infamous photo of Fergie when she peed herself on stage. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? I, yes, vaguely. But wasn't that just sweat or did she really pee herself? I mean, supposedly she peed herself. <laughs> well, also, you know, like there are athletes who will. Also, I'm sorry for bringing this conversation here again. <laughs> like. What did I? What have I just done? What have I done? I could have just not mentioned it. Oh God! I could have just not said anything. I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's interesting observing my body as it evolves, right through life, yes. through aging. Yes, yes, yes. You know, and like I know about kegels. I know about pelvic floor exercises. I'm aware. I'm, you know, I'm going to do a kegel right now as I'm talking. There we go. Great. But I just, um, yeah, it was just, it was just a weird thing that happened that I was like, oh, you know, anyway, you know, uh, I'm sure this is what people uh, wanted to hear when they tuned into this podcast. (laughs) Um, I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Maybe there's someone else there who's (laughs) peed themselves in quarantine. Um, Oh, wow. That picture of Fergie. Dory just texted me that picture of Fergie. Yeah, oh, this is my, this is, uh, this was not what I looked like, Dory. It was okay. not this bad. All right. Just wondering. Just nope. wondering. Okay. Um, you know, I'm okay. <laughs> You're, are you where I was a couple weeks ago? I think so. Like, I'm not, I don't know. You, you felt a little more, not depressed, but just kind of like down, whereas I'm like irritated, mm. um, which is kind of, I feel like, when I am depressed, my depression manifests itself as irritation. So maybe I am mm-hmm. depressed because everything and everyone is driving me crazy. And I also think I'm PMSing, which definitely affects things. But I also feel like I'm in like my own personal Mercury retrograde. Do you ever get that, that feeling? Is, I do, where everything is going wrong and 
you cannot, it's like you can't, nothing is going right. Yeah, It makes you feel crazy. Yeah. Yes. Like even as I was trying to type this on my computer, like my mouse wasn't working. And I was like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Um, so yeah, I just feel like that's where I am today. Although I, I will say that after I wrote this, I did a Peloton strength workout on the Peloton app and I, and showered and I do feel a little better. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Those are two very helpful things to do. Yeah. You know what else I've been doing? I've been putting on a little perfume. Okay. Which one? Your Gucci one that you like? No, my Kai. Oh, the rose one? Yeah. It got, it's got like a jasmine rose scent. That I really like. Um, but I was texting with a friend of mine like a week or so ago. She lives across the country. And she was telling me, she's she's been staying with her dad. And she was telling me that she, you know, she gets into her, she gets into work clothes every morning. Like, or like she gets dressed every morning and she puts on perfume. And she was like, it just makes me feel a little bit more normal. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then another friend of mine put in her Instagram story that she's been getting dressed and putting on perfume. And I was like, okay, maybe I just need to try this spritzing on a dab of perfume, not like bathing in it, but just a little, you know, a little scent. Um, and it is nice. I wear perfume every day, even in core times. Oh yeah. I love perfume. I wear it every day. It makes me feel so good. Even in core times. <laughs> Yes, even in core times. Okay. I wear it for my I wear it for myself. Like I I yeah, yeah, I yeah. love I love there's a certain certain sense that I wear that just tr like pick me up or match my mood and yeah, I love wearing I love wearing perfume. Or any even like a, a scented lotion if a perfume is not for you or a scented mm. oil. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm mhm. Yeah. Dory, so Dory, it's it sounds like you even though you're feeling really kind of frustrated and irritable, you are also being really proactive about kind of helping yourself through it, which is cool. I I hope so. I think so. I think you are. <sighs> yeah. I vote that you are. Thank you. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take a short break and... Then we'll come back and hear from some listeners. So we'll let's be, do it. We'll be right back. Okay. Here we are back again. Um, we got, I love when we get an update from listeners. I love. And this is like a fast update. This is a fast update. I, I just, I just love a listener update. Okay. Especially when it's someone who like asks us for advice and then takes our advice. What? <laughs> You're so brave. <laughs> All right. So this is an update from the listener who had, quote, baby fever, her words. Um, Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for taking my concerns and offering such thoughtful advice regarding my baby fever. I built up the courage to talk to my husband over dinner last night, and he was very understanding. 
We were able to have an open and honest conversation where he said he's not ready yet. We reestablished our pre-baby goals, such as our Europe trip, financial goals, and house upgrades. We also decided to move up the timeline for me going off birth control so my body can get into a natural cycle for when we are ready to start trying for a baby. We ended by agreeing to keep the conversation open so I don't have to freak out internally anymore. We met in the middle and are back on the same page. Thanks again. I know! What an update! That's so great. I'm so happy for you, mm-hmm. listener. I, I really love this. It, it sounds like such a like open, honest, lovely conversation that you and your husband were able to have. Yeah. I'm genuinely impressed here. Also, me take too. me on that Europe trip. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> that was so great. Oh, that makes me so happy, Dory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next mm-hmm. email? Hi, Cat and Dor. I had to pause the pod to write in about today's Tuesday, May 26th episode of Here For You. The listener who talked about her fears of COVID delaying her dating life and thus future family really struck a chord with me. I feel her. I'm in a near identical situation at 31. I just finished my master's program and started working a kick-ass job. Now that school is over, my hope was to start dating again and get my life going in that direction. But now I feel like it's on permapause. I guess I wanted that listener to know she's not alone and I'm certain many feel this way. While I'm confident it's fine to date right now, I'm sorry. While I'm confident it's fine to date right now, my worry is more so that time is marching on and it may take longer to find a future partner in all this. That said, it's absolutely amazing to start a family on your own, which is what I plan to do should I not meet someone in the years to come. It's just a bummer that things could have been different sans pandemic, which I know is a feeling everyone can identify with. So listener, I feel you. Yes. (sighs) Tori. Yeah. This next email. I mean, (laughs) can I set the stage a little bit about this next email? Yes, please. Please. Dory, you forwarded me this email yesterday and, uh, and titled it a hall of fame email. And I was like, when, when I got it, I was like, oh no, what is this bad? Or is this good? Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. And it is so wonderful. And like, so like, how does this happen? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I feel like you should read it. Oh, okay. okay. As the resident horse girl of yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, All right. They write, Hi, Cat and Dora. I'm a longtime listener of Forever 35 and have been so comforted by here for you during these strange times we're all living through. I love an extended metaphor and was positively giddy when Dory named her nightly cleanup horse <laughs> Skip in today's pod. I've been riding since I was three years old and I'm now 36. So horse girl has been a central part of my identity for basically my entire life. Shout out to us horse girls, Kate. I wanted to send a couple pictures of an actual horse named Skip. (laughs) He belonged to a friend of mine. Let's let's recall when I named my nightly cleanup horse Skip, you were like, Skip? What kind of horse is named Skip? I gave you a hard time. (laughs) I wasn't in favor of a horse named Skip. And and we should say this came from Dory saying she needs to get back on the horse (laughs) of cleaning her house at night. And then it just it just snowballed. Anyway, please. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. 
Dory, he belonged to a friend of mine and was one of the kindest, safest, and most gentle horses I've ever known. I could put my husband, who definitely doesn't ride on him, and send them off on an adventure and know they'd come back safely, or could hold my friend's 18-month-old on my lap and ride around the ring without a worry. Sadly, Skip had to be put down on Christmas Eve 2018 due to old age and a medical emergency. But he was one of the most loved horses I've ever known. So here's some love for the animals in our lives and for what they can teach us about patience and kindness. And then we received some pictures of Skip. Who's a beautiful horse. I mean, I love a horse. And, (laughs) And, you know, I have to say one thing I has been really profound is... Seeing people I know who have had to um, say goodbye to their pets during this time. Yeah. And I think that's happened. I don't know if I'm just noticing it more or or what, but I know I have, I've had a lot of friends and acquaintances who have lost some animals during um, this lockdown time. And this listener's right. They really can teach us so much. Mm-hmm. I just love them. Even the, even the ones that are very frustrating. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thank you, listener. And thank you, know, you so thank, much. <laughs> thank you to Skip. Yeah, we will hold a place for Skip in our hearts. We and definitely I definitely will, will. I will think of him when I clean up tonight. And, you know, I will not criticize animals named Skip anymore. Okay. You know what? I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so this next email, I just want to preface this by saying we got a lot of suggestions for this book. Yeah, lots, 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 lots. Um, so I'm just going to read this one. Hi, Kay and Dory. I'm so sorry to continue this conversation, but after you and several listeners mentioned that there should be a book about disposing of your waste in a safe, environment, environmentally friendly way, I just had to share. My employer, 10 Speed Press, has actually published that book. It's called How to Shit in the Woods, and it's a perennial favorite recently released in its fourth edition. Enjoy and poo responsibly. Uh, well dory i feel like monica present is on its way (laughs) i feel like i need to get this book honestly um in the book it describes what the listener who is like an outdoor specialist told us about taking your if you're in utah you have to wipe it on a stone i mean i hope it does i hope it covers all sorts of terrain all sorts of terrain (laughs) Um, we also, th- we got another email that I, that did not make it into the document because it came in very recently, but I, I just want to read it quickly. Hi, Kate and Dory. I thought you would appreciate knowing that your discussion on portable toilets has made its way to Seattle in the professional setting. I work as a nurse manager in home health and hospice, and our staff of nurses, volunteers, social workers, rehab therapists, chaplains spend a lot of time in their cars making essential home visits. They are not comfortable using bathrooms in the patient's home, and our area is not yet open enough to utilize public restrooms, or they are too gross. On a leadership call, I quickly pulled up your podcast show notes and sent out the links to the portable toilet and wag bag. I advocated for each clinician to get one for their cars, and I think we have a win Wow. Isn't that That's great? really cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. That is so cool. Yeah. I wow. just thought that was so great. Dory. <sighs> this is wild. Okay. We're changing lives. Truly. Um, All right. You know, maybe in honor of our friend, the horse, our word of the day should be skip. 
Go on, Dory. I'm going to let you own this. Yeah, what do you mean? Like we skip around? Yeah, like just kind of, you know, when was the last time you skipped? I don't know. And I you know don't what? know either. It is an interesting, I'm amazed like when I do skip with my children, like they can go skip very far. And for me, it's like I get like four skips and then I'm like, well, this is hard. <laughs> skipping, skipping is like very intense cardio exercise. It is. And I would just say if it is within your uh, means or not means, abilities to skip. Physical ability. Physical ability. If it is within your physical ability to skip, perhaps you might consider skipping in honor of skip the horse today. Wow. Who knew? <laughs> you know, this. our podcast takes so many twists and turns. I never know which way they're going to go. Truly, but I like it this. does. It does. I like this. And wait, Dory, you yes. can also skip something that you've been meaning to do, but is stressing you out. Just skip it. Totally. Totally. Skip the stuff that's bugging you. Yeah. Put it off. Yeah. Deal with it tomorrow. Skip cleaning your, apart- your house tonight, Dory. But I was going to do it in honor of Skip. I know, and everything's getting very, very confusing. <laughs> it's and very confusing. convoluted. <laughs> uh, what is uh, our activity for the day, Dory? So our activity comes courtesy of a listener who left us a voicemail about it. So I'm going to play her voicemail. Hi, Kate and Dory. It's Kim here calling from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I'm just ringing in for a recommendation for an activity. My husband and I have been watching the YouTube videos of Taika Waititi um, reading James and the Giant Peach. um, And every episode he has different celebrity guests that come and read different characters with him. Um, and I believe he releases them on Monday, Wednesday and Friday, and they're also fundraising. Um, but the guests have been like the Hemsworth brothers and like Kate Blanchett, Eddie Redmayne, Meryl Streep. And it's so hilarious. I'm certain it's probably intended for children, but our baby is only 10 months old. And, um, so we're not watching it with her, we're watching it together before we go to bed. Um, and it's hilarious and it's so interesting to see how these like talented actors um, take on these roles. Um, so I thought it would be an excellent activity. We find it very relaxing and um, I'll usually watch some ASMR videos when I'm done um, with that, but it always puts me in a good mood. Um, so hopefully other people will enjoy it too. Um, for crossover listeners, we are in 1,600 square feet in Tulsa, Oklahoma with a 10-month-old science baby that you can probably hear in the background um, and a rambunctious Frenchie. And don't let the accent um, confuse you. I'm not a Kiwi just because I like Taika Waititi. I am an Australian living in Tulsa. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for the podcast. Um, I'll definitely keep lift, listening over on Forever 35, but I've so enjoyed um, the Here For You um, episodes every morning while I walk Ned the Frenchie. Um, have a great day, guys. Bye. Ned the Frenchie. Ned, Ned the Frenchie. Um, an Australian her, in Oklahoma. An Australian in Tulsa. Her, by the way... For those of you who don't listen to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure, the IVF podcast I do with my husband, we somehow got into this like inside joke of listeners telling us the square footage of their houses and like the number of people and pets that live in their house. So that's why people sometimes say that. <laughs> it's actually 
actually pretty fascinating. <laughs> it is fascinating. I, I'm like, uh, I don't know, 1,700, 1,800 square feet over here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With a... Uh, you would say what, you would say seventeen hundred square feet in Los Angeles uh-huh. with one husband, okay. two children, two children, and a small dog. Okay, got it. <laughs> I don't tell you like how many bedrooms or bathrooms or anything like that. Um, no, you sometimes people do that, but usually they they keep it to the square footage. Sometimes they say how much. Like if they have a lot of land, sometimes people will be like, "I'm on two acres in like oh, rural cool. Missouri." Um, yeah, so. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I also yeah. have two two hundred ants at my house, so oh yes, don't yes. forget about them, Dory. No, <laughs> no. Um, this sounds like such a great activity. I want to watch Taika Waititi read James and the Giant Peach. Oh my gosh, he's amazing. He is amazing. <sighs> All right. Well, this is our second to last episode. Our, I believe that is our penultimate episode. It's been fun doing these. It really has been. I'm gonna be gonna be a little sad tomorrow when we're recording. I will. But then we're kind of just doing more of it. So we I'm are. Not, I feel like we'll be okay. I know. I won't be that sad. You know, it's wild though. We have been doing this since March. Like this has been yeah. like anytime I kind of reflect on how long we've been doing this here for you podcast, I reflect on how long we have been social distancing and it is kind of, it just this overwhelms when I really think about the timeline. Well, do you want to hear something else kind of yes. interesting? We didn't plan it this way, but it, we will have done exactly 50 episodes when we finish no way yeah isn't that cool oh that makes me really proud yeah we're recording right now we're recording episode 49 look at us look at us <laughs> nice work dory <laughs> no nice work kate all right listeners all right. we'll talk Thank to you, you tomorrow listening to this yeah we're here for you yes bye bye